You're listening to a Glassbox Media Podcast. We're thrilled to team up with Acoustic Sheep for a special giveaway. One lucky listener will win a pair of sleep phones wireless, the ultimate sleep headphones, plus a whole year of premium ad-free episodes from I Can't Sleep Podcast. To enter, just follow at Sleep Phones and at I Can't Sleep Podcast on Instagram. Tag your friends in the comments. Each tag counts as an entry, and there's no limit to how many times you can tag. Don't miss out on your chance to enhance your nightly routine with sleep phones and a year of serene listening with our podcast. I'll list the details in the show notes, and all the information you can find about the giveaway will be on Instagram. If you love falling asleep to the I Can't Sleep podcast, I think I know of a brand new show for you to wake up to. The Daily Book Club is a podcast where the host, Otis Gray, reads classic stories every day, one chapter at a time. Simple as that. Hear amazing tales read start to finish. Whether you want to get engaged and wrapped up in fantastic stories that have stood the test of time, or you just want to relax and listen to a great book, The Daily Book Club is there for you to get lost in however you like. Right now, Otis is reading The Enchanted April. In the 1920s, four women, unfulfilled with life, take a chance and abscond to a dreamy medieval Italian castle in the month of April as the flowers bloom. It's a story dripping with wisteria, the beauty of solitude, and an unlikely pursuit of joy in Portofino, Italy. A perfect book to start this season. You can find The Daily Book Club on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere else. Subscribe so you never miss an episode and tune in each morning to hear what happens next. Welcome to the I Can't Sleep Podcast where I read random articles from across the web to bore you to sleep with my soothing voice. I'm your host, Benjamin Boster, and today's episode is from a Wikipedia article titled Mitochondrion. As more people discover the benefits of fasting, including weight loss, enhanced mental and physical performance, and improved gut health, the challenge often lies in the daunting prospect of not eating. That's where Prolon comes in a groundbreaking plant-based nutrition program that nourishes your body while tricking your cells into thinking they're fasting. Developed over decades at the University of Southern California's Longevity Institute and supported by top U.S. medical centers, Prolon is designed to maintain healthy blood sugar levels, support cardiovascular health, and help reduce abdominal fat. However, Prolon is not just a diet. It's a science-driven approach rooted in Nobel Prize-winning medical research. The journey with Prolon begins with a five-day regimen of snacks, soups, and beverages, all crafted to sustain a fasting state. Choosing a nutrition program can be daunting, yet Prolon would be at the top of my list for its convenience, scientific backing, and effectiveness. It's no surprise that thousands of doctors now recommend Prolon to foster healthy blood sugar and cardiovascular health. Right now, Prolon is offering I Can't Sleep listeners 10% off their five-day nutrition program. Go to prolonlife.com slash I can't sleep. That's P R O L O N life.com slash I can't sleep for this special offer. That's prolonlife.com slash I can't sleep. And thank you to Prolon for sponsoring the podcast. The mitochondrion, plural mitochondria, is a double membrane bound organelle found in most eukaryotic organisms. Some cells and some multicellular organisms may, however, lack them. For example, mature mammalian red blood cells. 
A number of unicellular organisms, such as microsporidia, herbicellids, and diplomonids, have also reduced or transformed their mitochondria into other structures. To date, only one eukaryote, monosarcomonides, is known to have completely lost its mitochondria. The word mitochondrion comes from the Greek mitos, thread, and chondrion, granule, or grain-like. Mitochondria generate most of the cell's supply of adenosine triphosphate, ATP, used as a source of chemical energy. A mitochondrion is thus termed the powerhouse of the cell. Mitochondria are commonly between 0.75 and 3 micrometers squared in area, but vary considerably in size and structure. Unless specifically stained, they are not visible. In addition to supplying cellular energy, mitochondria are involved in other tasks, such as signaling, cellular differentiation, and cell death as well as maintaining control of the cell cycle and cell growth. Mitochondrial biogenesis is in turn temporarily coordinated with these cellular processes. Mitochondria have been implicated in several human diseases, including mitochondrial disorders, cardiac dysfunction, heart failure, and autism. The number of mitochondria in a cell can vary widely by organism, tissue, and cell type. For instance, red blood cells have no mitochondria, whereas liver cells can have more than 2,000. The organelle is composed of compartments that carry out specialized functions. These compartments or regions include the outer membrane, the intermembrane space, the inner membrane, and the cristae and matrix. Although most of a cell's DNA is contained in the cell nucleus, the mitochondrion has its own independent genome that shows substantial similarity to bacterial genomes. Mitochondrial proteins, proteins transcribed from mitochondrial DNA, vary depending on the tissue and the species. In humans, 615 distinct types of protein have been identified from cardiac mitochondria, whereas in rats, 940 proteins have been reported. The mitochondrial proteum is thought to be dynamically regulated. History of Discovery and Research The first observations of intracellular structures that probably represented mitochondria were published in the 1840s. Richard Altman in 1890 established them as cell organelles and called them bioblasts. The term mitochondria was coined by Carl Benda in 1898. Leonor Michaelis discovered that Janus Green can be used as a supervital stain for mitochondria in 1900. In 1904, Friedrich Mevs made the first recorded observation of mitochondria in plants and cells of the white water lily. And in 1908, along with Claudius Regaud, suggested that they contain proteins and lipids. Benjamin F. Kingsbury in 1912 first related them to the cell respiration, 
but almost exclusively based on morphological observations. In 1913, particles from extracts of guinea pig liver were linked to respiration by Otto Heinrich Warburg, which he called grana. Warburg and Heinrich Otto Wieland, who had also postulated a similar particle mechanism, disagreed on the chemical nature of the respiration. It was not until 1925 when David Kylan discovered cytochromes that the respiratory chain was described. In 1939, experiments using minced muscle cells demonstrated that cellular respiration using one oxygen atom can form two adenosine triphosphate ATP molecules. And in 1941, the concept of the phosphate bonds of ATP being a form of energy and cellular metabolism was developed by Fritz Albert Lippmann. In the following years, the mechanism behind cellular respiration was further elaborated, although its link to the mitochondria was not known. The introduction of tissue fractionation by Albert Claude allowed mitochondria to be isolated from other cell fractions and biochemical analysis to be conducted on them alone. In 1946, he concluded that cytochrome oxidase and other enzymes responsible for respiratory chain were isolated to the mitochondria. Eugene Kennedy and Albert Leninger discovered in 1948 that mitochondria are the site of oxidative phosphorylation in eukaryotes. Over time, the fractionation method was further developed, improving the quality of the mitochondria isolated, and other elements of cell respiration were determined to occur in the mitochondria. The first high-resolution electron micrographs appeared in 1952, replacing the Janus green stains as the preferred way of visualizing the mitochondria. This led to a more detailed analysis of the structure of the mitochondria, including confirmation that they were surrounded by a membrane. It also showed a second membrane inside the mitochondria that folded up in ridges, dividing up the inner chamber, and that the size and shape of the mitochondria varied from cell to cell. The popular term powerhouse of the cell was coined by Philip Siekiewicz in 1957. In 1967, it was discovered that mitochondria contained ribosomes. In 1968, methods were developed for mapping and mitochondrial genes, with the genetic and physical map of yeast mitochondrial DNA being completed in 1976. Origin and Evolution There are two hypotheses about the origin of mitochondria, endosymbiotic and autogenous. The endosymbiotic hypothesis suggests that the mitochondria were originally prokaryotic cells capable of implementing oxidative mechanisms that were not possible for eukaryotic cells. They became endosymbionts living inside the eukaryote. In the autogenous hypothesis, mitochondria were born by splitting off a portion of DNA from the nucleus of the eukaryotic cell at the time of divergence with the prokaryotes. This DNA portion would have been enclosed by membranes, which could not be crossed by proteins. Since mitochondria have many features in common with bacteria, the endosymbiotic hypothesis is more widely accepted. A mitochondrion contains DNA, 
which is organized as several copies of a single, usually circular chromosome. This mitochondrial chromosome contains genes for redox proteins, such as those of the respiratory chain. The core hypothesis proposes that this co-location is required for redox regulation. The mitochondrial genome codes for some RNAs of ribosomes and the 22 tRNAs necessary for the translation of mRNAs into protein. A circular structure is also found in prokaryotes. The proto-mitochondrion was probably closely related to the rickettsia. However, the exact relationship of the ancestor of mitochondria to the alpha-proteobacteria and whether the mitochondrion was formed at the same time or after the nucleus remains controversial. For example, it has been suggested that the SAR11 clade of bacteria shares a relatively recent common ancestor with the mitochondria, while phylogenomic analysis indicate that mitochondria evolved from a proteobacteria lineage is closely related to or a member of alpha proteobacteria. The ribosomes coded for by the mitochondrial DNA are similar to those from bacteria in size and structure. They closely resemble the bacterial 70S ribosome and not the 80S cytoplasmic ribosomes, which are coded for by nuclear DNA. The endosymbiotic relationship of mitochondria with their host cells was popularized by Lynn Margulis. The endosymbiotic hypothesis suggests that mitochondria descended from bacteria that somehow survived endocytosis by another cell and became incorporated into the cytoplasm. The ability of these bacteria to conduct respiration in host cells that had relied on glycosis and fermentation would have provided a considerable evolutionary advantage. This symbiotic relationship probably developed 1.7 to 2 billion years ago. A few groups of unicellular eukaryotes have only vestigial mitochondria or derived structures. The microsporidians, metominads, and archimobi. These groups appear as the most primitive eukaryotes on polygenetic trees constructed using RNA information which once suggested that they appeared before the origin of mitochondria. However, this is now known to be an artifact of long-branch attraction. They are derived groups and retain genes or organelles derived from mitochondria, e.g. mitosomes and hydrogenosomes. Monosarcominoids appear to have lost their mitochondria completely, and at least some of the mitochondrial functions seem to be carried out by cytoplasmic proteins now. A mitochondrion contains outer and inner membranes composed of phospholipid bilayers and proteins. The two membranes have different properties. Because of this double membrane organization, there are five distinct parts to a mitochondrion. They are 1. The outer mitochondrial membrane, 2. The intermembrane space, the space between the outer and inner membranes. Three, the inner mitochondrial membrane. Four, the cristae space, formed by infoldings of the inner membrane. And five, the matrix, space between the inner membrane.
Mitochondria stripped of their outer membrane are called mitoplasts. Outer Membrane The outer mitochondrial membrane, which encloses the entire organelle, is 60 to 75 angstroms thick. It has a protein to phospholipid ratio similar to that of the cell membrane, about 1 to 1 by weight. It contains large numbers of integral membrane proteins called porins. A major trafficking protein is the pore-forming voltage-dependent anion channel, VDAC. The VDAC is the primary transporter of nucleotides, ions, and metabolites between the cytosol and the intermembrane space. It is formed as a beta barrel that spans the outer membrane, similar to that in the gram-negative bacterial membrane. Larger proteins can enter the mitochondrion if a signaling sequence at their N-terminus binds to a large multi-subunit protein called translocase in the outer membrane which then actively moves them across the membrane. Mitochondrial proteins are imported through specialized translocation complexes. The outer membrane also contains enzymes involved in such diverse activities as the elongation of fatty acids, oxidation of epinephrine, and the degradation of tryptophan. These enzymes include monamine oxidase, rotenone-intense NADH, cytochrome C reductase, kynurenine hydroxylase, and fatty acid CoA ligase. Disruption of the outer membrane permits proteins in the intermembrane space to leak into the cytosol, leading to certain cell death. The mitochondrial outer membrane can associate with the endoplasmic reticulum, ER, membrane in a structure called MAM, mitochondria-associated ER membrane. This is important in the ER mitochondria calcium signaling and is involved in the transfer of lipids between the ER and mitochondria. Outside the outer membrane, there are smaller particles named subunits of parson. Intermembrane space. The mitochondrial intermembrane space is the space between the outer membrane and the inner membrane. It is also known as paramitochondrial space. Because the outer membrane is freely permeable to small molecules, the concentrations of small molecules such as ions and sugars in the inner membrane space is the same as in the cytosol. However, large proteins must have a specific signaling sequence to be transported across the outer membrane, so the protein composition of the space is different from the protein composition of the cytosol. One protein that is localized to the intermembrane space in this way is cytochrome C. Intermembrane The inner mitochondrial membrane contains proteins with five types of functions. One, those that perform the redox reactions of oxidative phosphorylation. Two, ATP synthase, which generates ATP in the matrix. Three specific transport proteins that regulate metabolite passage into and out of the mitochondrial matrix. Four, protein import machinery. Five, mitochondrial fusion and fission protein. It contains more than 151 different polypeptides and has a very high protein to phospholipid ratio, more than 3 to 1 by weight, which is about one protein for 15 phospholipids.
The inner membrane is home to around one-fifth of the total protein in a mitochondrion. In addition, the inner membrane is rich in an unusual phospholipid, cardiolipin. This phospholipid was originally discovered in cow hearts in 1942 and is usually characteristic of mitochondrial and bacterial plasma membranes. Cardiolipin contains four fatty acids rather than two and may help to make the inner membrane impermeable. Unlike the outer membrane, the inner membrane does not contain porins and is highly impermeable to all molecules. Almost all ions and molecules require special membrane transporters to enter or exit the matrix. Proteins are ferried into the matrix via the translocase of the inner membrane, TIM, complex, or via OXA-1. In addition, there is a membrane potential across the inner membrane, formed by the action of the enzymes of the electron transport chain. Criste. The inner mitochondrial membrane is compartmentalized into numerous cristae, which expand the surface area of the inner mitochondrial membrane, enhancing its ability to produce ATP. For typical liver mitochondria, the area of the inner membrane is about five times as large as the outer membrane. This ratio is variable, and mitochondria from cells that have a greater demand for ATP, such as muscle cells, contain even more cristae. Mitochondria within the same cell can have substantially different crista density. The ones that are required to produce more energy have much more crista membrane surface. These folds are studded with small round bodies known as F1 particles or oxisomes. These are not simple random folds but rather invaginations of the inner membrane which can affect overall chemiosmotic function. One recent mathematical modeling study has suggested that the optical properties of the cristae and filamentous mitochondria may affect the generation and propagation of light within the tissue. Matrix The matrix is the space enclosed by the inner membrane. It contains about two-thirds of the total protein in a mitochondrion. The matrix is important in the production of ATP with the aid of the ATP synthase contained in the inner membrane. The matrix contains a highly concentrated mixture of hundreds of enzymes, special mitochondrial ribosomes, tRNA, and several copies of the mitochondrial DNA genome. Of the enzymes, the major functions include oxidation of pyruvate and fatty acids and the citric acid cycle. The DNA molecules are packaged in nucleoids by proteins, one of which is TFAM. Mitochondria have their own genetic material and the machinery to manufacture their own RNAs and proteins. A published human mitochondrial DNA sequence revealed 16,569 base pairs, encoding 37 genes, 22 tRNA, 2 rRNA, and 13 peptide genes. The 13 mitochondrial peptides in humans are integrated into the inner mitochondrial membrane, along with proteins encoded by genes that reside in the host cell's nucleus.